Today is March 23rd. After here in the United States, what was a relatively eventful day on the 22nd. We'll address that shortly. But first, if you're aware of what takes place in March in the United States, there's a basketball tournament for college. NCAA tournament. It's called March Madness. This year seems to be the year of the Cinderella story. Putting that into context of what we are seeing in the world, first March, it's, it comes from war. That's how it got its name. And it's madness. It's irrational conduct. It's foolishness. It's the world's leaders are trying to go to battle. They want to they want a war. It's a Cinderella story. Cinderella means ashes. In this war month, this March madness, it's going to be a story of ashes. I just saw today this article talking about the people in Pompeii were killed in 15 minutes by avalanche of ash, gas, not lava. Killed in 15 minutes by an avalanche of ash. A Cinderella story. It's a story of Pompeii. And we're seeing it. The earthquakes and the volcanoes are erupting around the world and they are emitting ash and gas. I think it's part of the plagues, the things that will be killing off the population, the sword, plagues, and pestilence. That would probably be part of the pestilence. Pestilence means atmosphere in the air. There's something else that I found that's kind of interesting in looking at pestilence and we're approaching this abomination that makes desolate. But before I get into this pestilence and how it ties in, I want to recap. This is something we have been seeing take place. I've been talking about the Albert Pike plan for the three world wars. The first two happened just as they were planned and the third one's about to happen. But the end goal for them is to introduce this pure doctrine of Lucifer. It's similar to what Henry Kissinger talks about with this great reset. It's First, it's going to be a few waves of a virus. And out of that, there will be the, des the desperation of the nations that will bring them to war. It's the purge. He refers to it as a purge. It will kill off 95% of the population of the world. He says it's going to start in the Middle East. It'll be the takedown of the country of Iran. That will bring in Russia and China. But it's looking like, as I'm talking through this today, it may happen in Ukraine or at the same time. It's What's happening in Ukraine is actually pretty interesting because it appears it's almost a media blockout. I'm finding updates on HalTurner.com, and it also appears, I've seen other sources, are, they're referring to that the media of Greece is actually reporting on it, but it appears to be nobody else. Now, what's happening in Ukraine, one, we have Russia now says they have no ties to Europe. They've been building up their, the border along Eastern Europe. It's in a response to what's been happening in Ukraine as NATO forces and 
Ukraine has been building up their forces on their eastern border with the breakaway regions of Ukraine on the east side as well as Crimea. Now this is after the Pope went to Iraq and met with Ayatollah. It was the hook in the jaw, setting up that conflict of the Zionists versus the Muslim countries. Then it's China and the U.S. meet in Alaska. It's the hook in the jaw that we see in Ezekiel chapter 38. It happened in Anchorage, Alaska. Alaska is the action of the sea upon something. There's going to be things that are going to be coming out of the sea. But also Anchorage is, it goes into anchor, it's a hook. But in just a quick side note, just talking about that meeting, just yesterday I saw an article from LA Times referring to be ready because there is going to be a tsunami that's going to hit the west coast. This whole article is breaking down where it would happen, how it's going to happen. It says, don't wait for the official alarm. If you feel the shaking, go. Go inland, go to the higher places, just like what Jesus tells us in Matthew 24, when you see the abomination that makes desolate. If you're in Judea, go to the mountains. If you're on the housetop, don't go inside to get anything. If you're in the field, don't go back to get your tunic. Go. It's like this guy is giving us the same warning. Once you feel the shaking... Go. And he says, be ready. And this is just after Saturday was a day where I was I was having kind of a rough day and I just couldn't try and I was trying to figure out what was going on and I got the message, be ready to go. This whole thing is brewing. This March madness is marching towards a war. Jesus tells us there will be wars and rumors of wars, but it's only the beginning of sorrows. Because after this war, there's going to be the abomination that makes desolate. That's what's talked about in Daniel. Jesus refers back to it. But if my timing is right, and seeing the events that are unfolding, if my timing is right, it looks like Easter will be the abomination. And the reason I get that is I'm looking at the sign of the woman from Revelation 12 as the setting up of the abomination that Daniel talks about. It's a very different view on it. I think that sign of the woman was Ishtar. So that after the 1290 days, there will be the abomination, the revealing of Ishtar. It'll be on Easter. It means Ishtar. But before that, we're going to have, it looks like we're going to have this war. Now, their plan is the purge, 95% of the population. And we're getting signals about how, how this also might happen because there's supposedly weapons that can create tsunamis. There's submarines that have disappeared, and they're not sure where they are, and they might have these weapons on them. We're also seeing these messages because... Now, Fukushima, Japan is talking about releasing all the radioactive water from the fallout from the nuclear meltdown that happened at Fukushima 10 years ago. 
it's something that looks like the result could be similar to what is told of from Revelation with Wormwood. The giant burning mountain that's thrown into the sea. It comes from Japan, which is also the place that was, at least as far as we know, the only two places where a nuclear weapon was used in war in Hiroshima and Nagasaki. But the result could be very similar to what's talked about as Wormwood. Now we look at Russia. Russia's the other place that had a Fukushima-like event, but it was at Chernobyl. Chernobyl means Wormwood. Now I've talked about this number 22 a number of times. I've shared the dream that I had. It was, everything kind of culminated. There was a bunch of events, but it, it was summarized in 22 when I could remember it. So I was waiting for something to happen yesterday, and sure, sure enough, it did. But then I was finding, I found this article that was referring to an event from January 22nd. There's a 22. But it was referring to a TU-23M3. It's the TU-22. It's the strategic bomber from Russia. It carries their nuclear weapons, their long-range missiles. And in this article, it referred to the KH-22 long-range missile. Within the article, it was three references to the 22. One, the, time, the date, the other, the plane, and the other, the missile that it carries. If I'm reading it right, what I see is talked about in Revelation would be the nuclear missiles. Putin said that their missile, when it comes in, the Satan 3, it appears like an asteroid or a meteor. What is described in Revelation thrown into the sea, and that would cause a tsunami. The movie references show that, in the United States at least, that starts on the east coast by Florida, outside Orlando. But now we're also seeing the messaging happening that'll be on the west coast. There's been all kinds of talk about California falling into the sea. But if it's going to have that kind of an impact on the east and west coasts of the United States, it's definitely going to have impact on other countries. If this thing blows up in the Ukraine, that's going to impact Europe. If this happens in the Middle East, that's going to happen. That's going to impact all of the Middle East, likely China, the Far East, Africa. But there's also these signals about what's happening in Brazil. It's pointed to through a couple of movies, but then there's also now this spike, the surge. It's all this messaging of a surge, a swamping, waves of a virus that Kissinger talks about. It's all this water reference. There's going to be an action of the sea upon a thing. That's why Jesus tells us to go to the high place when you see the abomination. That makes desolate. Now, what is the abomination? Abomination to review is a revealing. It's keeping the mighty honest. It's revealing who they are and what they've been doing. But you can see what's been taking place over the last year. It's, they've got the world casting lots, creating veils, coverings for their face to hide from the abominations, from the vile things that they're doing. It's very similar to like when Jesus was crucified, the soldiers, they cast lots, they created coverings because there was going to be something happening that they didn't want to be witnessed as part of it. It's after Jesus died, the, the curtain was torn in, in the temple. It was 
removing the veil. It was showing what was happening in the inner rooms. It was then judged and destroyed. It's the same thing that happened with Lot. Interesting that his name is Lot when he was removed from Sodom and Gomorrah. He was removed. The veil was removed. The covering was pulled off. What was happening in the cities was seen. It was judged and they were destroyed. It's the same thing that we see in Ezekiel and Daniel when what is happening in those inner rooms by those councils. Once, it's, once the veil is removed, once the, the lots are pulled off, it's seen what is happening. It's judged and destroyed. But there's the good news in all of this because along with this Cinderella story, the last shall be first and the first shall be last. It's just like what we've seen with Cain and Abel and Jacob and Esau. There's a restoration. Those that have been trampled, the meek, the humble, will be restored. And those that have been fighting to be first, butting in line, cheating their way to the top, will be put last. But there's going to be a lot of this abomination, this revealing. It's what they've been doing. There's part of this is going to be tying because it's, I think it's going to line up with Easter. But now there's all kinds of news articles that are coming out yesterday and today about the disclosures of what's been discovered with the UFOs. I think there's going to be a, a message that's coming out that these UFOs are from outer space. But they, we have this technology. Nikola Tesla talks about this technology. This isn't new. I had it up, but I don't have it now. But he says basically it's all about electromagnetic fields. And by countering those electromagnetic fields, you don't need the propulsion and the lift that we know of today with airplanes, jets, helicopters. You don't need the propulsion and the wings. You just know how to manipulate the electromagnetic fields. It's what they're showing as UFOs, but it's just technology that's not yet been revealed. One of those that is responsible for, for talking about this is Marco Rubio. goes back to March Madness. Marco comes from the same root as March. Mars. War. Rubio just means red. The red war planet. Red planet. The same place where the United States, China, and the United Arab Emirates all supposedly landed probes on. They're just telling us they're getting ready for war. That's going to be part of this abomination is the way I'm seeing it. But it's going to make desolate. From a definition of desolate, it would be just be the removing of people, a purge. But the etymology of desolate would be a bad omen that you see in the flight of birds. Now we see in the movies often they'll depict before like a big bad event takes place, you'll see they'll show the birds flying off in flocks 
to avoid the catastrophe coming. But I think it's also referring to what we now see with the flight of planes. I refer to this TU-22. The United States have been flying the B-52 all over the world trying to scare scare up a, a fight, really. But there's also something about this that I found because there's a movie called The Hobbit, Desolation of Smog. Again, it points to desolation. What about smog? Well, if you look at the things that are going to be released that are going to kill off many people, it's going to be the sword, plague, and pestilence. Sword would be war. It's those that are hiding behind the masks convincing everybody else, all the men and women, to go to battle, to actually use swords as we know them, to clash steel. The plague would be what I think is happening with all this waves of the virus. Waves of poison, but the the poison is in the messaging. It's the novel coronavirus. It's the made-up story. It's the lie to get people to take the jab. The jab is going to result in a plague. That's what it looks like. And then pestilence. Pestilence, from its etymology, means something in the air. It's like a vapor, the atmosphere. When we look at the story of Pompeii, it was people were killed in 15 15 minutes by an avalanche of ash and gas. It's something in the air. So when we look at this uh, desolation of smog, there's two meanings to it. You have the definition smog more in the modern time, like around a city where there's a lot of pollution. It's in the air. It's toxic to people's lungs. But from the the meaning of it, it means to squeeze through a hole. What would be squeezing through a hole? Well, the character of desolation of the character of in this desolation of smog, the smog character is a, a dragon. Dragon from its more recent understanding of the meaning is a huge serpent. From the Greek, it's a giant sea fish. From earlier versions, to see clearly. The whole COVID-19 is to, with the, the vision of this creature, 19 being this, the dual star of enlightenment, like Lucifer, that's going to squeeze through a ring, a portal, This all comes from the Lord of the Rings. It's going to squeeze through this ring. It's got the hook in the jaw. It's going to be pulled into this. Now this dragon is a fire-breathing creature. You see Leviathan and the story of how it's described in Job. It's like a dragon. This whole thing seems to be getting ready for this revealing of Ishtar and UFOs and those that belong to another. It's things that we've been seeing that have been revealed. The mask is coming off through some of these TV shows like the South Park. South would be opposite of North. It would be outside of the center. Park meaning enclosure. It's the outer enclosure. So things that come from outside of the the enclosure, which if, if you've seen the movie The Truman Show, it's like the dome like a snow globe outside of that 
They're called extraterrestrials. They come from the extraterritory or aliens, those that belong to another. They are the seed of the serpent. Will be revealed. Keeping the mighty honest. And it's going to be, it's going to cause desolation. One, it's going to re- <laughs> reduce. There's going to be a purge of life. But desolation also is the sign that we see through these the flight of birds, the planes that are flying. And it ties into something that happened here in Colorado yesterday, which I'm sure you've heard of. It was a major tipping point. Again, it was on the 22nd. There's this whole series of 22s that I was shown. It was a culmination of events. I was told the end is here, and I was shown all these things, and all I could remember when I woke up was 22. And I was supposed to watch the TV for updates, so I've been watching and I've been seeing. Now, the event that happened in Colorado is pretty interesting because there's a, a YouTuber called Monkey Works, and he, he follows the flight of birds airplanes. And yesterday he noticed that in the United States you have Air Force One, which is the plane that the president flies on. Anything, any plane that he is on is supposed to be designated Air Force One. The vice president flies on any plane that's supposed to be designated Air Force Two. Well, yesterday when he was looking, he saw two planes that were designated Air Force Two. One went to Jacksonville, Florida, again, Florida, be aware, Florida. Now, the, all, the, all the stuff stirring up about South Beach in Miami. But apparently, she went to the vice president flew to Jacksonville. That's supposedly where she went. There's footage, and who knows if it's real. But the other one flew to Colorado, to Colorado Springs, which isn't far from Boulder. That plane stayed overnight. Very curious situation. That plane then left this morning and flew to, looks like, Huntsville, Alabama, and then before it returned to D.C. Wouldn't be surprised if something happened soon in Alabama. But then we can look at what took place. There's too much to really go through it all, but point in a couple of things. One, it happened at a supermarket. The name of the supermarket was King's Supers. It's named after the founder, Lloyd King. Lloyd is the same as Floyd, so the whole beginning of this Black Lives Matter, the gray-haired, the gray-haired king, it's like this whole connection back to George Washington, the architect from The Matrix, the President Snow from The Hunger Games. The same story. And then it's Super. Supers is just for supermarkets. An abbreviation. Now, super means above, over, beyond. You can see it's coming from up. <laughs> Market would be a place of trading. It has to do with livestock. But then it's the location that it took place. Boulder, Colorado. Boulder means a large, smooth stone detached from its place of origin. Colorado means reddish. Colored. So we have this reddish colored stone 
a boulder, part of the supermarket above, over, beyond, a market being the place of trading, something's coming down. Just, again, another reference to Wormwood. We've seen it time and time again with all these movies, this population-ending event, something burning coming from the sky. When you look at, again, this the, the lining up, the hook in the jaws of all these different countries, Putin referred to their Satan three rocket that when it comes in, it looks like an asteroid or a meteor. Like Wormwood, Chernobyl. But now it's what is the result from this. They're going after bands. One of the things that really stands out, a friend of mine asked about magazines. What is that? They, they want to reduce the amount of magazines, or the, the capacity of magazines. Well, in the context of a discussion when it has to do with weapons, it would be the number of bullets. But in its etymology, it's like a storehouse, a warehouse. They're trying to reduce the capacity of the storehouse. Well, if you look at what Jesus tells us from the parable of the weeds explained, first the, the sickle, like Fauci, is dipped in and it harvests the weeds. They're bundled to be burned. I think that's a lot of what is taking place with this jab. It's adding to the weeds but then second, the wheat is harvested and put into the storehouse. I think the message here is what they're trying to do is they're trying to reduce the amount of wheat that can go into the storehouse. This whole warp speed. This has impact everywhere in the world. Much of the messaging is happening here, but all of these articles also are coming from Europe, Ukraine, Russia, China, what's taking place. It's going to impact everybody. It's going to be something that creates a tsunami, likely larger earthquakes, more volcanoes, there's things going to be coming down from above. There's going to be things coming up from below. And there's things going to be coming in from out. There's going to be a lot of Alaska, the action of the sea upon a thing. There's the hook that's been put into the jaw of these armies to gather for the great battle. There's going to be a revealing. It's going to result in desolation. Now, I was getting ready to do this. My Bible was open, and it was at the end of chapter 22 of Matthew. So I flipped to the beginning, and I want to leave with this. And again, Jesus spoke to them in the parable, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a wedding feast for his son and sent his servants to call those who were invited to the wedding feast, but they would not come. 
Again, he sent other servants, saying, Tell those who are invited, See, I have prepared a dinner. My oxen and my fat calves have been slaughtered, and everything is ready. Come to the wedding feast. But they paid no attention and went off. One of his farm, or one to his farm, another to his business, while the rest seized his servants, treated them shamefully, and killed them. The king was angry and sent his troops and destroyed those murderers and burned their city. Then he said to the servants, The wedding feast is ready, but those invited were not worthy. Go therefore to the main roads and invite to the wedding feast as many as you find. And those servants went out into the roads and gathered all whom they found, but both bad and good, so the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came to look at the guests, he saw that there were a man who had no wedding garment. And he said to him, Friend, how did you get in here without a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then the king said to the attendants, Bind him hand and foot and cast him into the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. I think that's where we're at. There's a lot of people that are trying to get the message out, getting people to think about what's happening, to see the truth behind all of this, what is really unfolding on this generation. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to join the wedding supper. And here we can see the the one that's rejected because he didn't have the wedding garment. In the parable of the ten virgins, there's the five that have oil and the five that don't. There's going to be many that are gathered together but won't be worthy because they either don't have the oil or they don't have the garment. Be ready. In the LA Times, he even said, when you feel the rumbling, don't wait for the official word. Be ready. We're seeing all these events taking place. Don't wait for some wolf in sheep's clothing to tell you what to do. Be ready. What did Jesus tell us we're supposed to be doing in these times? What is our life supposed to look like? What are we supposed to see and believe and know? Be ready. We're in that season. We're in the season of March Madness. But it's a dual story. For many, it's madness. For others, it's a time of preparation as the wedding feast is prepared. The storehouses looks looks ready. But there's another wave coming. We're being told by the world leaders that there's this another surge, another lockdown coming. Strangely enough, the day after this thing took place in Boulder, Colorado, Angela Merkel said, maybe even the supermarkets won't be open. What is it they're trying to do? They're trying, it looks like they're trying to reduce the amount that can fit in the warehouse. They're reducing the magazine capacity. That's the war they have ready. That's this plague and pestilence they have planned. But they're reading a script. This has all been prepared. 
This is getting the last first and the first last. It's a Cinderella story. It's going to be March Madness, a month of ashes. But it's the season of Passover. As in Ezekiel and Daniel, the man with linen goes out with the marking case or the writing case on his side, and he marks those that mourned all these things that have been happening. The king has gone out and he's invited those guests to the wedding supper. Did you hear the invitation? Do you have the oil? Be ready. Passover's in four days. What appears to be the abomination, the revealing of Ishtar, the doctrine of Lucifer, is March 4th. Now in Daniel it says, blessed are those that make it to 1,335 days. That's 45 days after Easter, Ishtar. Jesus also tells us those days would be cut short for the elect's sake. I'm just seeing what's happening, what's unfolding. I don't know what the day that Jesus returns is, but it looks like there's an awful lot that's unfolding right in front of our eyes now. So be ready.